Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 16th of August. Over the next few minutes, we'll bring you up to speed about everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Now, some of you may have listened to Prime Minister Narendra Modi's address from the ramparts of the Red Fort on the occasion of Independence Day. In case you didn't, you'll find all of the highlights on the website bqprime.com. But at its core, the address probably set the tone for the next general election. PM Modi promised rapid economic development and sought cooperation to weed out corruption, nepotism and appeasement politics. Turning to corporate news, the biggest headline comes from India's aviation sector where the promoters of Interglobe Aviation, Rakesh and Shobha Gangwal, will sell up to 1.56 crore shares worth $450 million later today through a block deal. That's 3,744 crore rupees. The floor price has been set at 2,400 rupees per share, which is a 5.8% discount to the closing price on Friday. This is in line with what Gangwal had said earlier in the year when he tendered his resignation from the board. In recent months, with the decline of GoAir, Indigo has cemented its position as the largest domestic airline in the country with a market share of over 60%. In other news, Infosys has extended its partnership with Liberty Global on Tuesday with a fresh 1.5 billion euro five-year agreement to scale up and enhance the British, Dutch, telecom and broadband companies' digital entertainment and connectivity platforms. The agreement has an extension option of eight years and even goes beyond that. And the contract value will increase to 2.3 billion euro if the term is extended to eight years. Now, news in the primary market, Cello World, which you'll probably know as a household products and stationery maker, has filed for an initial public offering. The company's founders and shareholders are seeking to raise around 1,750 crore rupees via an offer for sale. No fresh equity will be issued during the IPO. In the top international news, we've been telling you about growth concerns in China over the past few weeks, but that solidified yesterday. The People's Bank of China unexpectedly reduced a key interest rate by the most since 2020. The move came shortly before the release of July data that showed rising unemployment, weak consumer spending growth and sliding investment. The disappointing data spurred global investment banks to cut their 2023 China growth outlook. An advisor to China's central bank also said that the top priority for the policymakers now needs to be stimulating household consumption. That's a report by Bloomberg. Meanwhile, Russia's central bank has raised interest rates sharply and said that another increase is possible but fell short of reversing declines in the ruble. The currency has seen one of the steepest declines or depreciations in emerging markets. Policymakers lifted their benchmark to 12% from 8.5%, the second straight increase and the sharpest since the immediate aftermath of Russia's invasion of Ukraine almost 18 months ago. The emergency meeting was called after the ruble briefly broke past the 100 to the dollar mark for the first time since March last year. 
Now, international risk assets are understandably affected by the prospects of declining growth in China. Overnight, U.S. markets dropped sharply, with the three benchmarks falling over a percent each. In the Asia-Pacific region, too, all of the three early rises have started with cuts of over 1%. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. With the earnings season out of the way, what will markets focus on now? Morning, Alex. Well, uh, things are not looking too great as you enumerated. The US has slipped after Monday's gain, by the way. So that's to be kept in mind that the Nasdaq was up about 1% on Monday and down slightly more than that Tuesday. Uh, And we haven't reacted yesterday. But Asian markets too are down. Bank stocks have retreated under pressure on Wall Street and playing on our markets as well. There's some positive. I mean, you might have noted already that China said it's agreed with India to resolve the remaining issues along LOC and maintain peace. Uh, We hope it stays. Experts that I spoke to suggested that the July inflation data is unlikely to rattle nerves as food inflation might well be transitory. Let's see if that is indeed the case. The risk reward is strictly against large leverage short trades based on quant indicators. And who knows, if it's not bank, then tech might change the sentiment. Let's wait and watch, um, you know, two large deals by two for two large tech companies. Let's see how it goes. Let's talk about the key stocks in news or the stocks that will react today. And lots of stocks, reactions anticipated, lots of individual news, probably the most news heavy day that I've seen in recent times, non-results that is. First, Interglobe Aviation, the block deal, Rakesh Gangwal and Shobha Gangwal to sell about 4%, up to 4% equity at a price of 2400 which is about a 5.8% discount to the last closing price. So do watch out for Interglobe Aviation. Uh, do watch out for Enforces. It's extended the partnership with Liberty Global with a fresh 1.5 billion euro five-year agreement. Now, you know, I mean, my larger point is you would argue that that's positive news, but some brokerages believe it's not so. So JP Morgan, for example, says that this large deal uh, is likely to be margin dilutive, perhaps on the lines of the past Verizon on Daimler contracts. And the annual revenues from this deal would average about 330 million, but not entirely net new as LG is an existing large customer. And they don't expect a material contribution to FY24. Now, I don't know. I think it's a positive uh, in these times to get deals of this magnitude should be construed positively despite what JPM is saying. Let's wait and watch how the stock reacts. HCL Tech has been selected by Cricket Australia for the next phase of uh, digital transformation for the sports body. So watch out for HCL Tech too. Hiro Botokop has received a family settlement deal from the promoter group. Sunil Khan Munjal has resigned and will exit the company. Understanding has been reached by the family and Sunil Manjal on usage of trademark hero. Long pending, finally happened. Uh, Sebi's part, confirmatory order barring uh, Subhash Chandra and Pony Goenka from company's boards or allegations on diversion of the company's funds. Well, I think we now know that that merger will happen sans the Goenkas. SJVN has signed power purchase deals worth 7,000 crores. Uh, with Punjab State Power Corp. And in VIP, there's bad news. Anindya Datta, who's the, who's the, was the MD, uh, has resigned with immediate effect due to personal reasons. Anindya had joined in 2021 from Lotte. Um, there is uh, news on Quint Digital Media, AMG Media Networks has 
will acquire remaining 51% stake and will QBML will become the wholly owned subsidiary. Disclaimer, it owns BQ Prime, which is the platform on which you are listening to this podcast. ITC has news, uh, shareholders will get one share of ITC hotels for 10 shares held. The results came out. Most people are enthused with the kind of numbers that the companies put up, especially on the net profit front. Uh, let's wait and watch if there's a reaction there. Strong results from Garwari Technical Fibers, GMR Airports, as well as Gensol Engineering. Margin expansion seen there. HOEC, no margin expansion, but strong revenue growth, 100% higher. Watch out for that. And weakness for Hindustan Copper when margins have completely collapsed. So let's wait and watch. There is also stocks like Gabriel India and Swan Energy, which have seen very strong numbers. Maybe their stocks react. And lastly, JSW Steel, GQG Partners has bought 1.2 crore shares. Watch out for that one. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 